You can do Nayania Baria, Nayania Manania Manania. You can do Nayania Baria, Nayania Manania. From the New South Wales Aboriginal Land Council, this is the A Cupper and a Yarn podcast. Thanks for joining us on A Cupper and a Yarn. I'm Michelle Alexandrovix Lovegrove, and I'm here uh, on the phone uh, speaking with Pam Handy, who's the CEO of the Durden Local Aboriginal Land Council. Pam, welcome to the podcast. Okay, thank you for welcoming me. No worries. Now, certainly. The world is turning, the world is, as we know it, is changing immeasurably because of this particular virus and uh, we wanted to have a quick yarn with you and thank you for agreeing to do so about um, what's happening in your community and, and with your lauk at the moment. So what is the situation generally uh, in, in Durton and Surrounds? Well, um, like I'm saying, it's, that it was in, it's in silence at the moment. Um, Organisations trying to do the best as they can to try, especially to help with um, with the whole of community and plus working in partnership with uh, Kumila Health Avenue Corporation, also Barangi and Marora Elders Environment Team, and um, also Mali Family Care mm. around um, this this virus issue. So that the Dead and Land Council in place to to uh, minimise the risk of spreading this um, virus, um, particularly in our remote community, which is not remote, is um, um, rural, I reckon, mm. of purchasing food of donation to the Lauk members and the whole of community and the Lauk's 46 houses, um, providing a service to the Lauk members and tenants of the donation of food, which will start tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So we um, so I t- end up doing that. Um, we're doing a media release on Facebook today. We've done some flyers actually ready around the virus to hand out to community too as well. Um, I think that the Cumula Health Avenue Corporation as part of the partnership is that they're actually um, waiting for AH&MRC to deliver the toolkit for them to start um, promoting the virus. Um, and the Dead and Lauk is um, more or less um, doing the support around the health and well-being of the older of the Aboriginal community. Uh, necessary um, precaution to the um, tribute more uh, broadly to reducing the chance of spreading the virus and minimising the impact of service delivery to the Aboriginal community within the Wentworth Shire. Mm. And we more or less um, is doing that so then giving people um, some food because we only got two supermarkets on New South Wales side, one in Wentworth and also one in Dayton with their um, IGA um, market, supermarkets. In Victoria, I'm hearing today that the Victoria to New South Wales border is going to be cut from tomorrow. Um, no different to South Australia to Victoria and South Australia to New South Wales. So people um, today, I've been talking to a few community people actually rushing in now to um, get a bit of food off the shelves in Mildura, which hardly anything's on the shelves in Victoria, um, or Mildura, I mean. And um, yeah, I mean, some are actually going in um, today and tomorrow to actually try and um, do the shopping. Mm. Now, our land council, be um, we're having a board meeting tomorrow around the measurements 
that the board would take around um, Sorry, Pam, can, sorry, if I can just interrupt, just so that anyone who's listening to this podcast a little bit down the line, uh, we are doing this podcast on uh, Monday the 23rd of March. So when Pam is talking about today, she's talking about Monday, and when she's talking about tomorrow, it's Tuesday. Sorry, Pam. So you were no, saying you're, you, right. you're having your board meeting? We're having a board meeting tomorrow to look at the measurements of the Lauk Ward around to minimise or to, you know, I mean, around this um, spreading of this virus amongst our Aboriginal community. Now, our reserve is pretty big. We've got four entrants that's in, and I don't think we can police that of people coming in and out of our reserve. But the only thing we can do is give information and education to the tenants that's on the reserve itself and also in town around what the virus is about and how they can protect themselves from this virus. Mm. Now, as far as you know, though, in, in your community or around, that there, there hasn't been a diagnosed case yet? Well, we thought we had one uh, last week, but yeah. the, the person actually was in Melbourne and is still in Melbourne. So he'd be there until another 14 days before he can come home. Right. So uh, She, I meant, her and her little family. So... Hopefully that, you know, I mean, I sent her the, the um, uh, what do you call that virus now, the COVID-19? COVID-19, yeah. COVID-19. Yeah, COVID. Yeah, I sent the information of the, the hotline. I also put it up on Facebook where people can actually ring the hotline if they, you know, I mean, if they are affected by this virus or not. Mm. Um, the Majura base um, um was closed down last week because of an episode of two cases, as far as I know. Mm. So, majority just across the border here. Um, you know, I mean, we don't know how long that'll spread from there to, um, within Majura itself and then come across border. Because we have transition of Aboriginal people that's coming in to and from from, from communities as far as Wildwood, Brewon, and Burke, Wilcania, Broken Hill down towards us into Victoria and then going back home, we don't know if the virus is going to carry, you know, into those other communities. Mm. Look, you're absolutely right. But um, we're on a cuppa and a yarn. I'm Michelle Alexander Rix Lovegrove. I'm speaking with Pam Handy, who's the CEO of the Udetan Local Aboriginal Land Council. Now, Pam, can I just want can we just go back for one uh, moment because I think a lot a lot of people generally, but certainly in the cities perhaps uh, need to understand uh, the impacts of the sorts of things that they're doing, like the panic buying and clearing the shelves, et cetera, and even, you know, in Mildura, is that basic food insecurity, you know, you were talking about. You've got one IGA, yeah, in Denton. That's it. In Denton and one in Wentworth, which is 17 k's from mm. from Denton alone. Mm. You'll have to go three hours to Broker Deal to another IGA to get um, or to Coles. Woolworths to get down food. So what is the situation um, with people being able to uh, certainly have, have enough to last them, you know, at, at least a little while? You know, they're not going to three days down the track and they have to be isolated and they're, they've got no way of getting food. Uh, are the shelves bare there too? Yeah, well, especially Aboriginal people live off the, the, the common foods like your flour and your sugar and mm. tea leaf and milk and stuff, and most of that's not on the shelf. And toilet paper is very hard to come by, you know what I mean? It's, it's getting harder and harder unless we go back to the old newspaper back in the old pit toilet days, yeah, you know? Yeah, I remember that. So um, <laughs> it's beyond a joke, but it'd be very rough anyway. But anyway, um, 
like I'm saying is that what's what's really worrying now from today is that Aboriginal people don't have the money behind them. They don't have savings to actually to cater for you know I mean to go mm. for, for the, to go and purchase their food like today. Now the thing is that majority of our people are hundred percent are unemployed on our side the border, and then mind we under the CRN in Victoria. Now, when that next lease of money that the that the Prime Minister Morrison announced the other day, they won't get that until next week. Yeah. Now, if the if the border if the borders are closed, well, we need to have access to proper and appropriate foods from these stores, then we're not going to get it. So if the IGA, the IGA has got a community that has got a service, Kimiela and Deaton, and plus other communities that outside of Wentworth Shire. So, you know, I mean, you've got Golgol, you've got um, Bronga, you also got Punkeri, um, Hamona, and also Kurwa. There are other extra towns of people in it. And that's, that's a population, a general population overall black and white people, mm. that we're not going to have enough food on the shelf with these two IGAs on our side of the border. Are the IGAs um, having basically limits, you know, limits on things? I was saying, you know, one packet yes. of this. Yeah, yeah they've got limits. They've got limits on, on the packet of flour, which is one. Toilet paper is one. You know, everything is just one at the moment. And... Um, yeah, you know, I mean, you'll have to rent up your whole family and um, set them in one by one just to try and get a bulk of stuff. Yeah, that's right, if you can afford to, as you're saying. If you can afford to. Mm. So w- with those limits, you know, you, you've got cash issues. You're working with um, other Aboriginal organisations in the area so so to, to help people. I'm, I'm, try- I'm trying to work with other organisations in the area. Mm. Sometimes you've got some... Some, it all depends on who's on there, who's managing these services. Mm. Is that they won't even talk to you unless you've got to talk to to a health worker or a nurse, to, especially with with the medical service. You've got to talk to them before you even get to the CEO. That's how bad it is because the CEO won't talk to nobody. Okay. Oh. And that's the issue that I have at the moment. And you know, I mean, even with Mali Family Care, because it's Victorian model. New South Wales funded fund the Mali Family Care, which is locally around families and children. They turned around is that you've got to go cross border to the CEO before you even come back to the the middle manager. So these are the issues that I think a lot of people just don't realise unless you're in it. I mean, you're dealing with effectively three states, aren't you? New South Wales, Victoria, yes. and, and South Australia. Yes. That's right. And we've got transition of Aboriginal people to and from, you know, those states. Mm. Now, you know, I mean, it's for us to try and police it ourselves. It's very, very hard. It's very, very hard. It's, um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here stressing today to actually get all the information together. You know, I mean, I might have to drive around to every, every else that... Um, you know, the whole of community at least, and especially around the land council um, properties to hand out information and then go to the other communities and hand out information and plus food tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I'm running up women tomorrow morning to actually help me to, to actually um, stock the boxes up mm-hmm. for each household as possibly to hand a little bit of food out at least. What are you going to try? Now, I rang up. What are you going to try and put in the boxes then? 
got your flour, your butter, just just normal things Aboriginal people more or less have in their cupboards is flour, butter, sugar, your tea, sugar and your tea and coffee, milk and mm-hmm. you you know you can you can um, yeah and other other things too as well. We're not putting water in the containers this time because everyone's got water in their houses. Mm. Um, we thought we won't put a bottle of water. We just put um, you know washing um, uh, soaps and stuff like that for people to wash their hands and and stuff and a bit of information about the um, the virus. Mm-hmm. Um, the meat is the biggest thing at the moment is that I rang up um, Food Bank and they hardly got anything in stock either. To actually, I rang for a supplier Victoria. They don't have um, any, any much meat left. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what happened the other day out of the community was four car loads of men. They went out and got some wild meat and brought it back and cut it up and, and sharing it out amongst the elders, you know? Oh, wow, that's great. You know, so then now we're looking at ways of um, if anyone from this community, say from the reserve itself, if somebody off the reserve caught this virus, then what's the next step that we need to take? Mm. And the only thing I can think of, instead of putting them in the motels in the town, there is Waraku, which is uh, uh, 75 k's away out in the bush, and another hour, I think, or half an hour after that is the station that Madaz from Majura owns, that we can actually maybe isolate people out way out there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And also um, more or less get our bush food and stuff off the land, you know, mm-hmm. and tucker. So though with um, uh, states closing their borders, Pam, and you, you know, having having to deal with three states and uh, food insecurity and, and, and all sorts of things, do you know of generally in the community, and I know how busy and stressed you are um, at the moment, have there been any plans laid by any any other organisations if someone does contract the virus? I used to be an AH and MRC rep years ago for 17 years. Yeah. I used to be on Nacho Health Board many years ago. And the thing is that I'm not in I'm in not in health, but my focus is still around the social emotional well being of those people, you know? Yeah. And the thing is that um, I'm not being critical here, but because we're so isolated away from Sydney, from H and MRC, and they talk about all these tool stuff, and yeah, you know, I mean, even some of our people are working in health are frightened too, you know, to go out and do that face-to-face contact too. So, yeah, you know, I mean, we got our own belief how we believe things, and at the moment is that, um, um, what is it? Um, you do or you don't. Uh, what is it? When you die? <laughs> uh, when it's your time. Yeah. When it's time to go, it's time to go, sort of thing. Or you know what I mean? Our, our, our people have always been frightened to to not frightened, but you know I mean they got their own belief around around stuff. And this virus here, yeah, is really really knocking our community around how they're going to plan for themselves yeah. as an individual and plus for their family. Yeah. I'm even finding it out. I've got four children and, and grannies. I've got one in Melbourne that's played play football and I get I get I lay back and I think about what's gonna to happen to him in Melbourne 
not only that, I've got two of my kids live across border in Victoria, which I'm not going to see in, what, 14 days. Mm -hmm. I've got two lots of children that live in the same street as me. And and I get worried for them when 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 they are battling with their for food and stuff. So we pool our money to actually buy stocks just for each one of us, you know. Of course, yeah. That's the way that families should be working. They should be going back to the old culture days of sharing and caring. Yeah. Not about about themselves around certain things. They should say, okay to the next sister or brother, have you got enough so we can show, show in to go out and buy all the veggies and split it up, you know, mm, mm, or mm. all the meat and split it up. And that's what I do with my kids and I always did it. And that's what mm. needs to happen in every community to, to keep that relationship, not the conflict, mm. their relationship going amongst themselves, especially around their culture stuff, don't care what clan they come from, end of the day they're still black, mm, mm. you know. And we're all trying to survive in this country. And this virus here, once it gets to, if it hit Dayton, God help me, you know, because everyone sort of, um, you know, I mean, get around together or, or whatever. And and I, I, I just get a bit frightened, especially when it comes to this reserve of 40, 43 houses on it, full of our mob. Yeah. You know, I mean, the houses are spread apart. And the thing is that they only got to eat one and one because they they visit each other all the time. Yeah, that's right. Frightened of, of the spread. Yeah. So do you think people are understanding the whole social distancing thing? Hey? No, no. And and you know what I mean? Average old people, culture is always, the body contact was nothing to them, you know? Like yeah. it's always shake a hand or a cuddle and a kiss, mm. you know? And um, somebody said the other day, I look, um, I've got to stop cuddling and kissing you now because of this virus. And I said, yeah, you have to <laughs> stay your distance. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, I've got, I've got two teenagers here. One's 18, one's 20. And um, I can't I can't cuddle them. I, I, I haven't touched them for days. And it's, and it's sad, though, because yeah. the love and affection for your kids or your grandchildren, it's not going to happen. Yeah, that's right. Well, look, Pam, thank you so much um, for having a chat with us for a, a cup and a yarn. We're talking on Monday the 23rd of March. Can I yep. give you a call later in the week Yep. and see how you're you going? Can. Yeah, I'm trying to organise a meeting now with um, the five agencies to see what measurements they're going to take for the whole community. Mm -hmm. um, you know what I mean, around some of these issues, especially the food and and the income for some of these people that they don't get, how can we actually um, build our, our, you know, make our community safe and, and, and survive within this virus? Mm, mm, absolutely. Mm. Can you just say in there that it's crucial to New South Wales and Victoria, uh, crucial to this community of having access to, to security of food? Yeah. And also is about the services. Now, somebody said today, What's going to happen to us if we need to go to a hospital in Mildura? Yeah. So our main hospital is Mildura. So yeah. all our health services are all over, you know what I mean, in the state of Victoria. Mm. And most of our, our Aboriginal people are actually with specialist services in Adelaide, Melbourne and Mildura. You've got it absolutely right. It's food security. It's health services in particular. And then it's also sort of knowing and understanding how, how we got to, um, unfortunately, 
distance ourselves so we can stay safe right now. That's right. That's right. You can do Nayaniya Baria, Nayaniya Mananiya, Mananiya. 